proud members of the Heroes Media Group on the eve, the day of, eve, day of, eve of the Nats postseason run to the World Series, uh, beginning in just about, uh, what, 36 hours from now. Um, Generally speaking, I would say that the city is nervous. We've been in this position before with a dominant team headed into the postseason, only to see um, the wheels come off and the um, the horse and carriage burn, basically, in a in a uh, unceremonious, disastrous end to the season. But we named this podcast Defeating the Curse, and we've had this conversation I can't even count how many times. Steve, you've, you've maintained the same position, that the Nats are the best opportunity to bring a championship, a title to Washington, D.C., is it finally going to happen? Well, it's playoff time, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. I can't, I can't contain myself. You're going to have to censor some of this stuff. Listen, the Nats are the best team franchise to, to break the curse, and this Nats team of this season is the best opportunity of any Nats team that we've seen so far and potentially will see for the foreseeable future. This you're talking about you're, you're, you got a poker hand right now. You are going all in on this team. You're putting all your chips in. And we are, like you said, 36 hours away from the start of what needs to be a magical run into the playoffs. Okay. This, everything is lined up. Jason Worth his last hurrah. Win one for J-Dub. Win one for the Garden Gnome. Bryce is back. Everyone's healthy. Trey Turner is going to be a monster. Steven Strasburg is pitching the, the, the most dominant baseball that he's pitched in his career, and it could all go crumbling in five games. <laughs> it's, okay. it's good. It's I nice. Mean, to, it's nice to stay grounded. Sometimes it's nice hey, to stay hey. grounded. You know, we've seen this happen, unfortunately, every year, going back several years now. So um, this isn't like uh, uncharted waters, right? This has been very similar to the Caps, right? A team that dominates and almost is in cruise control in the latter part of the season, the regular season, not really playing for anything. Um, you know, and just a few weeks ago, the last time we, we, we really talked about the Nats, we talked about they got to get, they got to stay consistent. They got to, they got to win that series against the, uh, against the Dodgers and they came out flat and the Dodgers have kind of found their groove and, um, you know, postseason is here and it's, you think it's a clean slate, but in reality, it, it, it really isn't. But, um, Matt, I want to pivot to you and just kind of bring you in here. You're a Mets fan, but you live and breathe baseball. Are the Nationals going to beat the Cubs? I'm going to say something really profound here. They could win and they could lose. <laughs> okay. Hard-hitting analysis. Hard-hitting analysis. All right. This is what you guys pay me the big bucks for. Honestly, like this series can really go either way. Okay. You've got deep lineups, deep benches, deep pitching staffs, great bullpens. But what you also have is two hurt. Um, two hurt aces. Okay, Scherzer and Arietta are—they're both battling a hamstring injury, and I think I think the first two games get split. I think the Nats win Game One. I, I think behind a dominant Strasburg, as Steve said, I think they're gonna—I think Geo goes Game Two. I, I think you save Scherzer and you hope that he's—you give him time and you put him in—you put him in Wrigley. I think Geo loses to to John Lester, who. The guy has shown time and time and time again in the playoffs. He shows up, man, and he pitches. He's dominant. So now you're coming into game three, and the question is, how does Arietta go against Quintana? Excuse me, Scherzer against Quintana. I don't trust Quintana very much in that game. 
But if Scherzer's not healthy, I could see the Nats taking him deep at Wrigley Game Three, and I think that's your pivotal game right there. It's all going to rest not on shoulders, uh, not on Scherzer's arm, but on Scherzer's leg. Okay, and then if Arietta Game Four, but and the Cubs are up a game, Madden has shown he he's got a quick trigger. He'll work his bullpen. He'll do whatever he needs to do to win that game. So. I think I think that's the danger for the Nets, right? I mean, you don't want to you want to take these first two games. I don't think you want to go in tied because I think Game Three with an unhealthy Scherzer is a big question mark, and that's the game that's going to turn this series. To be honest with you, so I don't have an answer for you other than to say this is so exciting. These are two great teams. Both of these teams could win the World Series, in my opinion. And I said, I said early on, the last time you guys had me on, I actually think this is the best Nats team that we've seen in this city in the last it, that we've seen in the city. Period. I think this really is the deepest team. I think Dusty has these guys hitting on all cylinders. I think the lineup is amazing, top to bottom. But at the same time, one bag of adding, one bad outing from Scherzer. I could see them losing in four. Oh, so oh, yeah. My. Yeah. yeah, see, and and the despair sets in, and and the the long faces come full circle, right? Uh, let's uh, let's the bring in Anthony. Good here. News, my let's friends. let's bring good in news. Anthony. You've been, you watch as much baseball um, as Steve does, right? You guys are kind of one and one a in that regard, in my eyes, anyway. Uh, no offense to Matt, but Matt, we, we know his allegiance <laughs> is not to the Nats first. Um, Anthony, how do you see the series playing out? I mean, do you see it going the full five, or is there a chance the Nats can put this away in three? I think if Scherzer starts game two, we take this in four. I don't think we we sweep. I think, uh, as Matt said, Lester is just dynamite in the playoffs. I think he's got, um, you know, a solid track record. Um, but I, I really think Dusty um, is going to start Scherzer game two. Um, and if he has to, he's going to turn that game into a bullpen game because there's a day off after that um, because he wants Scherzer in game five. And, um, you want your ace going in game five. You don't want Tanner Roark. You don't want uh, Gio Gonzalez. Yeah, you I don't mean, want this good. version of Max Scherzer. Sorry. Sorry. You don't want this version of Max Scherzer. The September Scherzer is not your, the Scherzer you want in game five. I mean, hey, the September we, can Scherzer. We, can we mute the Mets guy? <laughs> we can. If, if he steps out of line again, we will. He's killing my mojo, okay? The September Scherzer had uh, one blow up outing but otherwise was spectacular and i i think scherzer is a competitor i think he's he feeds off their general and, and i think you put him at home again against uh a team that you know he's had some good games had some bad games but behind a crowd that is really going to be electric uh in game two um i think that he's going to feed off of that and if he can go six in game two even five in game two i think you mix and match with uh kinsler and too little and Matson and and get the outs you need. I I just I see Scherzer going going in game two only because he just needs that adrenaline. He needs that push, and um, I'm hoping that that's that's enough to carry him through. But 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 let me let me. Uh, I'm not up to date on on kind of what Dusty's been saying about the rotation. Uh, I, I was at the Nats pep rally. I know what the racing presidents are up to, but not not so much Dusty. Um, you got Strasburg pitching Friday night game one. Scherzer, I, I agree, will probably go game two, and you obviously want him ready for game five. The real question is then game four, because is that, that's on a Tuesday, so that's only three days of rest after Friday night. Can Strasburg pitch in game four? And if not, why would Scherzer pitch on short rest in game five as opposed to Strasburg pitching on a full rest? 
See, Scherzer in Game 5 would actually be going on full rest because the game's on Saturday, and then they wouldn't play again until Thursday. Game 5 okay. would be until Thursday. Why, why um, would Because you... I think... Um, or can Strasburg pitch in Game 4? No, you're going four deep. You're not pitching Strasburg Game 4. I think, I think you have Strasburg slated for Game 5, best-case scenario. I think... You hope you get one good start out of Scherzer this series. That's that's what I really think. I look. I think that's the the, the recipe to winning because if we've learned something about Steven Strasburg this year has been he's been great. Okay, I, I really think he's been Cy Young caliber great. I, I don't. So I mean, there's a lot to say that's good about him. Um, but I also think you don't want to pitch your best pitcher gate like on three days rest unless you have to. And my th- maybe if they're down two one going against Jake Arrieta, maybe you throw Strasburg and take that chance. But if we've learned anything about anything when it comes to Steven Strasburg, it's protect him and give him the time he needs. So I think keep Strasburg in the in your pocket game uh, for game five, and then have Scherzer come out of the bullpen like Kershaw game five yeah. in case of Strasburg being hurt. Right, so that way you come all guns a blazing at home. Guys, you, with you, your two I think aces. I think we're missing the larger point here. If this goes to game five, the Nats aren't going to win. I mean, and this is this is the superstitious side of me just saying, like it doesn't have to be a sweep, but I'd rather I'd rather it end quick because the longer the series goes, I don't care if they're playing in Chicago or in D.C. or on the moon, we're not going to win, right? This is this is what this is the cap syndrome, just uh, you know, m- moved three streets over don't, or five streets over. Don't, don't have a loser mentality. Joe, except it's not. For it's, the first I, time. I'm trying. Listen, we we do emotional like hedge bets here, right? Like we. This is like a classic situation where you bet on the Cubs because if the Nats and if the Nats win, you celebrate and you don't care about your your hundred bucks. And when they lose, at least you got a little bit of money coming back your way. But this, you got to do the emotional hedge here because this sets up for disappointment. Let, let's Joe, be this real. This is where you're wrong. It's either Cubs in four or Nats in five because for the first time you have the you have the uh, the ace card and you have the better pitcher going game five. Kyle yeah. Hendricks is a good pitcher. Right, he's a good pitcher. He's uh, people call him Maddox like, but he's no Greg Maddox. And I'll take Strasburg over Hendricks on Game One and Game Five any day with Scherzer coming out of the bullpen on full rest. So what I'm saying is, if Strasburg gets in trouble after three innings, man, who wouldn't want to? Who wouldn't want to be in Dusty's position? You bring Scherzer in to pitch you to get you to the seventh inning, and then you hand it over to the law firm. I'm well, telling well, you. Well, 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 let me just pause you there because let me give you another scenario. Is I like what you just proposed. If we are up 2-1 going into game four, you pitch Tanner, you pitch whoever, and you try to win and whatever, but you really rest your big guns for game five. But if you're down 2-1, so you're facing elimination in game four, then I pitch Tanner and have Strasburg come out of the bullpen for game four. Why can't we just start the series assuming we're down 0-1. Like, why can't we play every game as if it's desperation? Because we have to get out of we the haven't, We haven't played a meaningful game in three months, by the way. We haven't. And so I, let me go against the grain a little bit here. I think uh, the problem last year when the Nationals had a 2-1 lead on the Dodgers is that we managed not to lose instead of managing to just, you know, put the foot on the throat and end it. Um, I think... Even if Tanner starts game four, I think you have Strasburg out of the pen following him. Tanner goes three, four. Strasburg goes two, three, four. And then you close it out with your big guns. Um, and I think game five, you reserve for your best pitcher, the pitcher who's going to win his second consecutive Cy Young, the pitcher who's been the best pitcher in baseball for five years. Um, 
and you just you you hope for the best. I, I don't think you can. Clayton work Kershaw this. pitches for the Dodgers, by the way, just for the record. Uh, I think since Max, anyways, since Max has won his Cy Young, he's been neck and neck with Kershaw. I mean, the ERA is what the ERA is. Um, Kershaw pitches in Dodger Stadium, which is heaven for a pitcher. But regardless, I think um, I think you put Scherzer in Game Five. Regardless, you start him Game Two, Game Five, and then you have Strasburg. Well, he can't go six, seven innings on three days rest. He can give you three. He can give you four innings, maybe, um, and then you just turn it over to the bullpen. So it goes Tanner, Strasburg, bullpen, end of series. Hopefully, um, because I don't think Arietta is going more than four or five, based on his September. So. Um, I think you play to win. You play uh, in the past. The Nationals have played not to lose, which is, as Steve said, is a loser mentality. Um, I think you play. You play to win. You you put your best foot forward, and down or up, you need you need to finish the series sooner rather than later. So, why not have your ace go one and four, your co-ace go two and five, and there's only one game where they don't pitch, which is game three. Look, look, can, can we pivot off of the pitchers? Because uh, I want to talk about my key to the series. Who is? That, is that a new segment, uh, Joe? Did you get that sponsored by someone? Sure. Let's do RevMeds. We're, we're in negotiations <laughs> with them. This is a free plug for RevMeds. I'll tell you. I, I, I'll anticipate a question you're going to ask. Is Who is the most important player to this team outside of the pitchers? Because the pitchers obviously have a completely unfair impact on games. The most important player in the Nats lineup offensively uh, – for them to win is going to be the top of the order, Mr. Trey Turner. Okay, and he, if he's finding ways to get on base, he will cause havoc. I mean, something that, okay, I'll give you some hard-hitting analysis close to Matt's, they may win, they may not win, uh, a line. <laughs> John Lester has one of the slowest uh, uh, motions to the plate. Okay, last time he pitched against the Nats, they ran all over him. So if we get some speed on the bases, if we get Turner on the bases, we get Michael Taylor, Michael A. Taylor on the bases, even Bryce get on, gets on the bases against Lester, we can make his life hell in game two. And it's interesting that he's slated for game two, that he may be out there for game five as well. So um, I'm telling you, Trey Turner is the, the thing that makes this offense go. It looks like Dusty's changed up his lineup mentality. or He's going lefty-righty, so I have Turner – and he's got Bryce in that second slot. I'm, I'm not thrilled with Bryce in that second slot. If you really wanted my opinion, I would go, if you really want to go righty-lefty, I'd have Murph in that second slot because this man's always getting on base, okay? You get Turner and Murphy up there. Well, the, the voodoo, me, that, the voodoo, the voodoo that, that Dusty pulls with that second spot is well-documented all season long, right? This has been, I, and I don't want to open that can of worms, but, you know, I, I agree with you. I think I think if there's one pitcher that the Nats want to see twice, it's Lester, and they're going to get him twice, m- most probably. Um, unless, of course, this ends quickly, but you guys seem to disagree that it it just won't end quickly. But um, it's not going to end. Matt, Matt, let's get you back in here. What do you see? What do you see from Bryce? What do you see from him specifically? Oh man! Well, obviously, we're still dealing with this injury, right? We're coming back. He's had a few games under his belt towards the end of the season. Uh, I think I think Bryce Harper, how they pitch Bryce Harper depends on how effective Daniel Murphy is. So in my opinion, I mean, to, to use Steve's sort of key to the series, right? I think it's Daniel Murphy. I've seen Daniel Murphy take over a series. The man is the, one of the smartest batters that you'll ever see when he comes to the plate. He's So Bryce Harper's success depends on how effectively... Daniel Murphy deals with, with how how much Daniel Murphy forces them to pitch to Bryce Harper. I also think that 
if anyone is due to break out finally in the playoffs, it's Bryce. I mean, the guy has been, you know, his star, his star is shining. The guy is ready. I think, but I don't know how healthy he is. I, I, I don't. We don't have the answer to that. We don't know how impacted he's going to be. But I tell you, if you put Bryce two, right, you don't want and Murphy three. All of a sudden, they're going to have to pitch to Bryce Harper. And if Trey Turner is on base. Bryce is going to see some pitches, man, because I'll, I'll tell you, I think they fear Daniel Murphy. Daniel Murphy, two years ago with the Mets, I mean, we all know the story, the eight home runs in the playoffs. I mean, the guy— Don't make this about and, the Mets. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, uh, hang on, hang on. I'm I, making this I, I about like Daniel Murphy, the guy I wish would Daniel come Murphy. back. Okay. We can get you I, therapy. We'll get you counseling for it. Thank He's you. Gone. Please. I need it. I need it. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for the Nats. I, I think, like, I'd like to see the Nats get out of the first round of the playoffs. All right? I think, and I think they're going to do it this year. I think they'll beat the Cubs because I'm not confident in the Cubs' pitching staff, right? Because I think their lineup can mash. And... Uh, right now, Schwarber's not slated to be in the starting lineup game one and maybe not even game two. So, But back to the Bryce Harper question, right? There's a lot of things that I want to say. I think Bryce Harper is going to be as successful as Daniel Murphy is. So if Daniel Murphy's hitting, they're going to they're, they're gonna have to pitch to Bryce Harper. If Daniel Murphy, it, all of a sudden, his back goes cold, which isn't always likely with that guy, I think Bryce Harper's going to have a difficult series. But if you're asking me, I would put Trey one, Harper two, Murph three, and force them to pitch to Bryce. He's due to break out. All right. Well, Anthony, give me give me give me one player it, when the Nats pull this off. Who, who's the series MVP? And you can't you can't do a pitcher. I think it's Howie Kendrick. Um, Ooh, hot take over there. And <laughs> I love it. And I I I, I would hope that. Um, Dusty starts him and left Michael A. Taylor at center, Bryson right, and put Jason Worth, that veteran bat that we all like to talk about, off the bench. Make him a potent part of your bench with Adam Lind, with Wilmer Defoe, and Brian Goodwin so if he comes many back. Bats. So many bats. Um, and I think if, if the Nationals win this, whether whether Kendrick starts oh, one game or five. Right you see, the language is already changing. Come on, guys. <laughs> I'll give you my opinion after game one. But whatever happens, Can't I do think. That? Come on, man. Get in position. <laughs> um, I think when the Nationals win in four um, and Kendrick hits 600, I think he'll see that his bat is valuable. And I, I think moving forward, he will be the starter in left. Um, I just think you need that, that bat that isn't gonna go cold and Jason Worth hasn't proven that he can stay hot for a long stretch. Uh, don't pick on the yet old this man. year. Don't pick on the old man. But that's he the thing. Shows up I mean they're both they're they're both the same. I mean Worth is thirty seven, uh Kendrick is thirty four. They're I mean they're both old men. I just think Kendrick is a little bit more consistent. He's a little bit more professional on the way he hits these days. Um he still works the count. He's aggressive when he needs to be. Um so I think it's Javi Kendrick and um I think he he bats in left field in game one of the world series. Well, uh, How about that? You're, you're, if, if, Howie you're, Kendrick, if Howie Kendrick bats 600, I expect that means he went three for five. I don't think he's getting that much play in this series. To, I, I would hope he does, with, though. I would hope he does. I mean, three for five is not, you know, a serious MVP. Three for five Look, is what I'm going to, that, that's what I would pull in the lineup. <laughs> three for five. Put me in the, put but, me in the hey, two spot. You well, know, we, not, haven't talked about, about we haven't talked about Zim <laughs> and we haven't talked about Rendon and those guys, um, Man, bags. right? Like I, those guys, 
they're fun right now, and they're they're on, and they're hitting. Zim's had a, a, a season for the ages. Um, again, I think you position you create your lineup. I know this sounds crazy. Create your lineup around Daniel Murphy and give Zim, Rendon, Harper a chance to really excel. Um, because the one guy of those who has proved himself in the playoffs is Murph, right? And so, and you know he's going to bat 350 with his eyes closed, okay? In a bad series, he'll bat 299, okay? So I think I, that's the secret. I think Daniel Murphy's the secret. I think you put Zim in the four, Rendon in the five, you know, Weeders bat in the six, right? And then whoever you have, Kendrick or Worth batting seventh. Well, you guys are touching on something huge here, right? And it's options. There's a lot of options. And Dusty, Absolutely. this is where Dusty's going to either earn his extension or not earn his extension and and it's going to this his uh his contract situation will just drag on through the winter months. I think this is it's make or break for Dusty as well. He's never had this many options on any team he's managed uh, as far as I mean as far back as I can remember. This is a stacked lineup and a very very deep bench. Um Steve, let's bring Joe, you in here. I, I have I have one more question for Steve and then and then you guys can uh, yell at each other some more. If the Nats lose this series, what happens? Or what what happened to cause them to lose? That's the dumbest question I've ever heard. Don't ever ask me something stupid like that, okay? <laughs> I will not answer that question. If they lo- lose this series, you know what happened? Bryce Harper uh, did not show up like he's supposed I have a different take on that. All right. If the Nats lose this series, it's because Dusty didn't make the hard decision. Here's what I think. Here's where I think what happens. You have Strasburg struggling in the fifth inning. He goes out, and Strasburg convinces him to stay. Everybody knows Dusty is a player's manager, and he loves his players, and he trusts his players. But between Scherzer and and Strasburg, what I'm saying is, can Dusty make the hard call to pull those guys to show them, like, you know, I respect you, I love you, but I've got to make the best decision for the team. Unfortunately, with Dusty, when he's lost series, it's because he hasn't made the right call from time to time. And I'm not putting it all on him, but I'm saying if the Nats lose, the likelihood will be that the conversation the next day will be, should Dusty have pulled X? And that's unfortunately why it's it's probably the only reason that I see them losing. Because on the other side, you have Joe Madden, who will be tactical to no end. Can Dusty match Joe Madden move for move? Joe Madden has shown that he is... You know, I, I whatever. I don't like to get into this baseball genius and whatever, but the guy is not afraid to make crazy moves, and oftentimes managers don't know how to react. So I think it's going to come down to the managers, and I don't ever think that that happens in baseball because I think these teams are so equal. Um, but I think the Nats have the edge in terms of the staff. But will Dusty make the right moves? Will he counteract Joe Madden? And I think that's going to be the conversation game five. No, I, 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 I disagree because I, I'll tell you what. I think as a guy who's been in the stadium and seen uh, these franchi- this franchise the last couple of times they've been in the playoffs, one of the things that terrifies me is the bats going cold. So that to me, uh, pitching is pitching. And I think pitchers show up and we've seen it in the past. And somehow this amazing lineup of all these bats all of a sudden goes cold and this restlessness sets in down in Nats Park and they can't hit anything. And that, to me, terrifies me, is that if somehow the bats go cold, Zim turns up that he actually, we find his birth certificate that he is 36 years old. Zim doesn't show up. Bryce becomes a walking, talking strikeout machine. Murphy somehow is, is a cold bat. And 
at that point, then there's nothing you can do. And, and so, you know, the Cubs have a lineup that can beat you with a couple of, of guys that, you, you know, you look at Rizzo and, and Bryant and Contreras and these guys, and they can beat you and bias. So they're going to, they're going to put runs on the board. My fear is that Nats bats go cold. Nats park gets restless and thus begins a, a, a long, long <laughs> series. And so that, that that's a terrifying uh, thought for me. Any anyone going to be down here this weekend? I mean, I'll be there. Oh. I'll be there on, right, they uh, got on a, Saturday. They, they got the big jumbotron set up too. So uh, if you're not, you don't got tickets to come out uh, outside the stadium, the bullpen, they'll be showing it too. I, I don't know if I want to stand in the mosh pit of misery. That that sounds uh, that sounds no fun on se- on several levels uh, in different levels. But you know what? I'll echo something you just said. If 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 tomorrow night. They go down early. It's gonna be you. You could hear a pin drop in that in that in the mm-hmm. ballpark. It's gonna shift real quick. Everybody's gonna tense up, players included. Um, you know, and and just a hat tip here to to Mike Rizzo. I, I heard him on the Junkies yesterday. You know, we've talked about him at length, Steve. You know, we ha- we know you have a crush on the guy. Um, Love him. He, Love him. He's done an amazing job getting this team to where they are now, talent wise, given where they started the season and the struggles that they had. Um, you know, especially with, with the, in the bullpen, they've come a long way. And here we are in the same position we've been in several years past. The difference to me is, one, there's more experience on this bench. Um, I have more faith in Dusty than I did in years, in years prior. Um, he's got more options at his disposal. And frankly, I, I just, it just feels different. And I, don't know, I don't know how, really how to describe it, but I feel like this team is different, even though it's the, it's the storied franchise, right, the Cubbies that are coming to town, the defending champs. Not not the ideal um, opponent, but given the other options, I would rather see the Cubs than anyone else personally right now. Um, you know, and uh, uh, you know, let's let's go around the table here. Final predictions for uh, for just for Game One. Um, the plan on the podcast is to do uh, game recaps as much as possible. Um, so we'll try to get everyone on immediately following the game on uh, Friday night and Saturday night. We're gonna try, no promises, but let let's at least for right now focus on Game One. Give me a. Uh, Give me your game one winner and uh, what you anticipate will happen beyond that. Let's go, Anthony, first. Who wins tomorrow? Uh, I think Strasburg goes seven, um, strikes out ten. I think he's due for a big performance for this Way team. Go, Strasburg! That's um, great. We'll take it. Um, I, I, th- I mean, you talk about due. I think watching his teammates lose three series and not being able to contribute, I think this is his time to shine. This is his postseason. Um, so they, they win game one, and if they win game one, or one day win game one, let me rephrase, Steve, um, they win in four. They win in four. All right, Matt, who you got tomorrow? I got the Nats, but I see it going a little differently. I think Strasburg gets into a little trouble early. I think he struggles to go five. I see a bit of an offensive uh like see a bit of an offensive game, something around six, four, seven, five. I think the teams are going to put up some runs tomorrow. I think Kyle Hedricks will get hit by the Nats. And I think ultimately the middle of the lineup is going to come through with some big hits late. Uh, I see the Nats pulling game one out. I like it. We'll take it. Stevie. Hello. Yeah. We got some mojo going here. Um, I, um, you know, who I'm going with, okay. Give me my beloved NATS Nats, Nats, Nats. I think, I'm the opposite of Matt. I think it's going to be a defensive battle. I think uh, Strasburg and Hendricks will do their thing. I think uh, it'll be very low scoring. I'm looking at 
3-2, something like that. I think uh, the law firm will get in there. There's six, seven, eight, potentially, you know, three, four innings in. And I think it's going to be, you know, a, a ball here, a ball there. Uh, I think it's going to whoever can manufacture that go-ahead run, uh, whether it's, you know, Turner running the bases, Michael A. Taylor in the bottom of the order doing something big. We know Matt Wieters isn't going to do anything. But, uh, uh, you know, I think – that's pull out tomorrow night, and uh, the, the not hot take is that I will age 42 years in the next seven days. <laughs> well, look, so I, I remember, guys. <laughs> remember, guys, this Hendricks is the type of pitcher that the Nationals struggle against. So we need patience. We need to work the counts. We need to get him out. After Nobody has time five. for patience. Yeah, I, wanna, yeah, I either want to be miserable or, or I want to celebrate. I don't no, have time for, for I, patience. Is, no this patience. is why you're going to age. This is why we're going to age 42 We're already because... aging. There's no change here. But I, I'm, Actually, with, I'm with Steve can we, can on this one. a sponsor of like uh, cream or something? I'm, I'm with Steve on this one. I think it's going to be low scoring. Um, you guys don't like it when I get into the, the, to the line here, but total runs at six and a half. I hate betting the under, but I, it made me some money on the Skins game on Monday night, and I would take the under on this one too. I think it's going to be uh, – I'm going to go 1-0 Nats. It's going to be extremely low scoring. Um and and I'm I'm I got a little money on the on that under because I just don't see either team being ready to you know to score a ton of uh, a runs yet tomorrow night. But yeah, um, I, I think have you guys watched the last two games? I, I know obviously these games, but like it's been the man. This has been some of the most exciting playoff baseball that I've seen oh, in a while. Zach Greinke. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but everybody loves a good pitcher's duel. But you know what? I enjoyed watching the Diamondbacks put up 11 yesterday and the Rockies fight back with eight and the, the Indians Yankees game. Like offense is the new, I think if you're paying attention, offense right now is sort of the way of baseball. We've never had, we've never seen as many home runs or as many strikeouts in a season. I do agree with Antonio's Kyle Hendricks is the kind of pitcher who gives the Nats the heebie jeebies. I think the problem is if Kyle Hendricks actually pitches well, and then you have Lester going game two and he switches up and he comes from the left side as opposed hey, to the hey, right. Hey, hey. Don't complete this thought. Okay. I'm just saying Don't complete the thought. He's a Mets guy. I have the Nats. I actually I have the Nats bats waking up tomorrow. And I think the Nats bats are gonna do some damage against Hendricks. I think they're gonna catch, but I you know, we I would we'll anybody do, we'll be surprised. Hold there. on, would anybody be surprised if the Nats drop game one? No. No. Yeah. No. This is, and that's and that's exactly Joe, the problem. It's, it's, Joe, it's playoff baseball, Joe. Nothing is, is surprising. I mean this to be honest, I mean tonight, look at these matchups tonight in the, the ALCS. I mean, this is uh, an ALDS. This is eight of the the eight best teams, all eight of them completely stacked, and all eight potentially could win uh, the World Series. So this is what playoff. This is what October baseball is all about. But exciting. This, this is probably one of the best playoffs years oh we've had in goodness. a long time. Like we, sh- I mean, if we we should spend some time on these other series. They're so good. You got Chris Sale going versus Verlander today, game one, four o'clock. That's going rogue. And then you have that's going rogue. Right? Yeah. Then you have yeah yeah. I'm just that, saying, that, man. That, that, I'm we'll, excited. We'll cover, we'll I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to watch week. every minute of every game. This is when I I love October, man. You combine playoff baseball with football, and then the beginning of hey, the hey, two hey, other hey, leagues hey, that no, nobody no, else watches. We, listen, <laughs> listen. We have a we have a formula here at DTC. Okay, we talk about the other teams if and when our team is eliminated. So. Um, exactly. You know, it, 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 might, it might be next week. Yeah, we'll see. All what right, all right. But I'm just saying. Hot hot take, guys. Hot take. From Mark Zuckerman, uh, it looks like uh, Gio's going in game two and Scherzer in game three. So, told you. That's what Thank Chelsea you very much. Saying too. But Chelsea Jane's saying that he's going in game three and available to uh, relief 
uh, pitch in game five. Let's let's go Nats. Let's go Nats. You've got to rest that leg as much as possible. You can't risk it in game two. This guy, this guy had Matt Harvey. They destroyed Matt Harvey's body over there. This guy's telling, telling us about uh, preserving bodies. Hey, we finally fired the uh, trading staff. It's about time. Didn't Tebow get called up to the, the big leagues? Didn't sell some no, jerseys no, no. and No, but popcorn? he had a decent showing in, in AA, by the way. Like, he actually uh, he got some hits, man. Right, so. right, right, right. The, uh, Let's go now. The, the original the author of Take and Eat, Tim Tebow, gets a shout-out yeah. here. But, uh, All hey, Joe, Joe, I'm waiting for your hot take on Kobe saying he was going to take a knee. I, um, there's playing. no more hot takes, man. I, I I can't I can't listen to uh, I can't I, I my beloved Kobe or anyone else for that matter. Um, they they all just got to shut up and and realize that they play a game for a living. <laughs> put the ball in the hoop or you know put your pads on, go crush somebody and and stay out of the stay stay in your lane. Let, let's 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 do it that way. Can we but, talk about Cam Newton for a moment or is that well Cam Newton doesn't <laughs> Cam Newton has a problem with women reporters. I mean there, there's not enough airwaves to discuss Cam Newton, but yeah, uh, yeah it, it's been fun to follow him get getting roasted on Twitter. Social media is a special special place, but um, in any case, I let's let's cut it off here. For Anthony, for Matt, for Steve, my name is Joe. Thank you for listening. This is Defeating the Curse. Proud members of the Heroes Media Heroes Media Group. Nats, Cubbies, 7 o'clock, Friday. Go Nats. Thanks for listening. We are out.